Alright family, welcome back to the Greenhouse I'm Dewan Green I'm Adrika Green And guess what, we're, we're Team, Team Green. Green And we're still repping Jesus And that's what we plan on doing Until we see his face yeah. and, I mean really, that's what we're about And it's a difficult time, it's a difficult season But it is what it is So we still gotta represent And we still gotta show who we are in the midst of this As a matter of fact, there's a scripture That I wanna start this, um, this episode off with and so if we had to put a title to this, it would be the world versus the word. And believers know that when we talk about the word, that's Jesus. And that's the kingdom of God. And he's bestowed Jesus to do just that. And so Matthew 10 uh, verse 32 says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my father, which is in heaven. Now verse 33 says, but whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny him before my father, which is in heaven. So it's straight like that. It's real simple and plain. Um, even in gang culture, for those who don't know, let me tell you a little something. Uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing that is said when you're repping a gang, a set, a color, a flag, a rag, or whatever, that the world got to see you. We're going to rep this. You know what I mean? To the world blow, we're going to rep this. You know what I mean? So the world got to see you. It ain't no, um, hey, you say you're a blood today and then you're around some crips and you're not a blood right now. It don't work that way. You got to rep to the end, no matter the consequences. So if we can understand that from a worldly perspective, you should understand that from a spiritual perspective because the word of God tells you that's your posture. Uh, once again, believers and prayerfully those will come into the light and the knowledge of and you think about the prophets You think about John the Baptist You think about so many people that represent God Who have specifically been beheaded You know what I mean By opening their mouth and confessing the word of God Have been killed And so now You're faced with what seems like certain death Right And that person would, could Maybe your executioner right Asked you Now you stand down the barrel of a gun A blade or whatever And they ask you to denounce God Would you do it? Seriously Would you deny God even in the midst Of what seems like your death But as a believer you know That could be part of the process You're physically dying But being a martyr if you will You know what I mean? For Christ uh, Would you hold the line? Would you rep hard for Jesus In the midst of what seems like death? So think about it. Look at where we at today with this, you know, <laughs> it's pandemic, it's virus. Hi. Yeah, you know, all the things that's going on in the world. Seems like the economies are really literally, and I'll say it, catching hell. They're being mm -hmm. burned down. Uh, they're going back and forth about unemployment benefits, uh, stimulus package. Uh, are we going to make it for us, our business, so on and so forth. Like so many things that are happening that would appear to be negative, And then you say, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Are we going to turn our back on the word of God? Are we going to buy into what the world has to offer? Because if the world tells us we have to do X, Y, and Z, we're going to do just that because we want to stay relevant in the world. We want to continue to get paid. We want to hold on to our empires that we have built. We want to latch on to the empires that are here in the world. But We have to ask ourselves what's more important, the things of this world or God? Exactly. Our relationship. Indeed, because understand what's going on. I mean, you have the world, right? Which if you take it back to the garden, yes, we're going back to the garden. Always. So many nuggets of um, information and, and knowledge from the garden. So, all right, so God created the earth, right? Mm -hmm. And then he put his creation in the earth, which is Adam and Eve, right? Adam was set up. He was grooming. He was groomed to be the first king of this world right mm -hmm. um, but he gave his spiritual authority over to Satan when he failed that's why Jesus is called the second Adam look at it, it's in the word and because when Adam failed Jesus came for redemption you know what I mean that was the plan don't think that God didn't have a plan of redemption when Adam failed and so when we look at the world um, you got to understand the contrast between the world and the, and the word Okay, by the time Jesus actually hit the scene, of course, we know he was in heaven. He was sent down on a mission to be the Redeemer and to be the Messiah, which he is, right? And so he's been prophesied to come, but he's here now, okay? He's an adult, 
He's physically in the earth. Of course, so is Satan. Running with the spiritual authority that he has been given since the fall of Adam, right? And so he tempts him. Immediately after Jesus was baptized, he went into the wilderness. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, and he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. We know he was tempted three times. Now, he wasn't just tempted by anybody. It was the devil himself, Jesus and Lucifer, the same two that were in heaven together at the same time. Now, they're both on earth operating in flesh, but because Jesus had been fasting, he figured he'd try him because he's in the flesh. Pay attention to that now. He is a spiritual being operating in flesh tempting another fleshly being but what would win well we know how the story goes a matter of fact let's see what the word says yeah we're gonna go to luke chapter 4 verses 5 through 8 the word says and the devil taking him up on a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and the devil said unto him all this power will i give thee and the glory of them for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. If thou therefore wilt worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. He hit him with the word. He hit him with the word. He tempted him with the flesh. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, like brother to brother. Like, I got kicked out of heaven. I told you I was going to come down here. I was going to build my empire, my kingdom. Look what I did. I'll give it all to you. Just worship me. But look how it was. Big-headed Lucifer wanted to be the man, not the man next to the man. Not servitude to God. He wanted his own. And he got his tail kicked out. He came down, and that's exactly what he did. Now, here they are. A standoff, yet again, between these two. And he's tempting him. Like, I'll give you this. Just like basically we can reign in power together. Look at what he offered him. But what did Jesus do? He stood his ground because he knew the word. He's like, man, go on with all that. I'm not trying to hear that. I came to do something specifically. Now, we already went through this already with Adam. He failed. Matter of fact, let's take it back further than that. You failed, Lucifer. Because we knew who you are. Who you are. I mean, hovering over the throne of God. It's a lot of power given to a creation by the creator. Once again, got the big head. He's down here doing his thing. But look what he said. It was given to him. Don't forget that. This is what he said because it's the truth. It was given to him through spiritual authority. Adam gave it to him. But Adam was like a babe. He was being groomed alone and God was going to get him now. But before all of that happened, this is what happened. Now, Adam wasn't in heaven with God in the same capacity as Jesus was. But Jesus was, but now he's on the earth. So you see how it played out. Jesus didn't take the bait. Matter of fact, he stood his ground and he let him know, I choose the kingdom over the empire. I choose the word over the world. I don't want the world. Matter of fact, let's look at a few scriptures. It kind of so we could be on the same page about when it comes to the world. Because I hear a lot of people say that, well, man, no, it ain't Satan's, man. Everything belongs to God. Everything you see is God. Well, when you say that, please make a distinction between the world and the earth. Okay? Now, the earth, yes, it is God. We're talking about nature, things that God created. Caveat. We're not talking about things that you see that may appear to be a creation of God. But really, if you knew, just like these seedless grapes, these seedless watermelons, these clone people, just being honest, they're not God's creation. They were created by God's creation, which is Lucifer, mankind, so on and so forth. So anyway, that's a distinction. Now, when we talk about the world, it's the same thing that Satan was offering Jesus. What he built, we talk about the systems, the religious system, the monetary system, um, all the different systems on this earth that people subscribe to in the way of control. Think about it. I mean, you, if you look at laws, right, uh, people of color, 
It was legally to be hung from trees. It was legal to lynch them. It was legal to keep them out of owning things. You know what I mean? They were property. They weren't allowed to have things. Now, that's a law. Does that make that all right? Do you really think that's God's law? No. That's what man has going on by proxy of what Satan gave him. This is what we're going to do in the order of my world. Okay? This is how I'm going to run my world. But it's on the out of God. So let's read this scripture because it's important to see what the word says. So we're going to go to Psalm chapter 24 and I'm going to read verses 1 through 6. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. See, it's a big difference, and God is, is drawing that, that defining line between his and his. You know what I mean? Yep. That that is of the world. And that that is of the kingdom to come, mind you. Uh, but we are the body of Christ, right? We are the church. It is us. He lives within us because so we house his Holy Spirit. Whoa, hmm. I said it because that's what the word said. That's true, right? Yep. And so we're operating in this world in the spirit. That's why the word says uh, great is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He's telling you he that is in the world. Satan, his vices, his, his uh, king, his empires, the things he created, his money, what you got to do for money, so on and so forth, what you got to do to keep a job, so on and so forth, uh, what you got to do to make it highly weird, uh, what you got to do to make it in the music industry, what you got to do to uh, stay in this game, what you got to do to stay in a dope game, so on and so forth. These are all the things that's of the world, okay? So, but it's a contrast. Um, it's a lot of scriptures that speak specifically, well, Jesus does to his people right and the word of God speaking to his people they're telling you that hey I'm not of this world and neither are you you in this world so let's just read a few of those scriptures because trust me it is a lot and I it'll behoove you and I pray that you do your own research dive into the word of God but let's read a few scriptures right uh proving that point that how God look is the contrast rather between the world and his kingdom Okay, the first scripture we're looking at is John chapter 15, verse 19. It says, if ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. You can't have it both ways. No, 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 my friend. <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it too, baby. Mm -hmm. You can't serve two masters, plain and simple. And that's the thing that people prayerfully will understand as the world requires what the world requires that's not what god requires you know what i mean mm -hmm. just because it's legal to go buy this to do that doesn't make it right that's what the world says is okay that's the litmus test of the world and we know we're getting towards it the things of the world that they're going to require you to be compliant to which is going to make you complicit if you be in agreement with the world says but if you on the out of the world and you in the kingdom just living in the world but for a season by and by time will be up for all this foolishness including the world and the worldly systems let's look at another scripture all right let's go to romans chapter 12 verse 2 it says and be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So don't transform to the world. Mm -hmm. You should be transformed by the word of God. You know what I mean? So what the world has going on, that's what they have going on. It's like what's, what's cool, hmm. the in crowd. You know what I mean? 
Back when we were coming up in school You know What was cool Where I was from Was cool where I was from It may be different Where you were from But we all deal with the same peer pressures Let's be honest About what's cool What's acceptable You don't want to be on the out It has a lot to do With your One would say self-esteem uh, Your belief system Your morals Upbringing uh, Yeah like did someone tell you that you're not of this world? Did you know what that means? Did it get to a certain stage to where they double back on that and they double down on that and they gave you supplemental information and insight of what does it mean to be uh, in this world but not of this world? Did they let you know that you're just passing through? Do you know that? Because if you don't know that, what could happen, unfortunately, is that you will give way to the world. If the world tells you you got to drop it like it's hot, you got to show all your, your cleavage and your bud And you got to rap like this You got to sing like this uh, You got to act like this You got to be like this Whatever that may be Because it changes right Think about it it's, The world is forever transforming And I hear people say all the time Well you know it is what it is man the Keep up with the Joneses type mentality Exactly mm-hmm. And one thing we should know Is that the word is consistent yep. God is he doesn't change He's been the same Since way back then With Abraham Moses Noah Look at it Same God Get to know him for yourself And the best way To get to know him for yourself The character of God Was fully I mean Fully exemplified In the way In the walk In the talk Of Jesus Right And so That's not what he wants for you He wants you to be In that word If anything The world Is so full with darkness Right mm-hmm. And we know that um, God is the light He's the all consuming fire right We know Lucifer is the light bearer You know what I mean He's not the light he's the light bearer He took some of that light and ran with it And he educated man on, on a lot of things And it's what you got today Blows their mind the type of stuff that he's given to man To build all these systems and kingdoms And empires and whatnot. But oh the real light Think about it who wants a middleman? Even in the streets You know you make a lot more money If you cut out the middleman. I'm just saying So where we at in the state of the world today When everybody is on social media Seems like uh, A lot of churches Because they can't physically meet In person um, They're pushing to the internet And you gotta know first of all We are the church You are the body And so that's the church house That's a building God is not coming back for a building uh, <laughs> He's coming back for the people so if you know that, you won't be so shook when that building is not open for you to go and pray and worship in. It's a good place to go. It's, it's called the assembly of believers, not the church. I know we say that a lot, but that's not the church. Newsflash, just being honest, we are the church. Okay, And so basically everyone seems to want to be somebody to have a name ring out. You know what I mean? Get your followers up. Get your likes up. How many followers you got? Give me this much much money, and I'll I'll create you a profile and get you more followers. Uh, how so many people get discovered, even the music industry, and, and like they say, hidden talents. You discovered so and so. Not necessarily. If you think about it, how you discover something that was already there? Uh, Christopher Columbus. Uh, I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but you already have a talent. You already have a gift. The thing is, if someone comes along. And they so-called discover your talent They have something normally laid out for you How they want to use your talent And if you connect the dots And you see where it's taking you Like so many people that were groomed up Find out you was an alto or soprano or what have you By where? In the choir, church choir Yeah, Learning a lot of things Grooming the talent that God gave you Only to be plucked out of church, right? And thrown into the world To sing worldly music To be about that It's like whoa So this whole thing On social media And people wanting to be What they say Famous hmm, I see a lot of infamy People are being known For nefarious things So they're infamous They're not necessarily famous It hurts my heart And I really really mean that When I see So much death Mm. On social media When I see even on Facebook all these people that are murdered And these videos are still online Still up, not taking off at all Brain matter on the ground Even with my nephew, you know what I mean Who was murdered recently I didn't watch it, but I heard about it You know what I mean, I couldn't bring myself to see that 
That's ridiculous. Oh, but at the same time, when a person says something about the LGBT community, if they say something about the Jewish community, if they say something about, say, say something, right? If they open their mouth and they say they don't agree with something, then you demonize them. You know why? Because there go their system again. Those are the platforms. These are the media outlets controlled by the enemy. <laughs> My enemy Basically these are things That were created In the, the worldly manner By Satan To be worldly and It's gotten to a point That I don't even want to look At Facebook and social media Because it's so sickening The stuff that's on there And people are going crazy about And liking and loving I'm like whoa I guess I'm just not The same type of person Because I can't stand it To the point I just want to cut it off Yeah It's sad Yeah it's very sad They want agreement That's the bottom line When you're in agreement Liking something Um that's powerful because you're giving, once again, that spiritual authority, you're buying over to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're posting it on your page. You, you, you're sharing it out. Uh, but what are you really doing? Light in the darkness. You should be putting light in the darkness. The darkness is already there. So you mean mm-hmm. to tell me you're just going to co-mingle? You're going to assimilate to the darkness? Mm-hmm. You, the power that you have, you're going to sit on it? The spiritual authority that you have, you're not going to exert it? Mm-hmm. Really? Now you do know that you can shift the atmosphere. You do know that you have something within you that can do some marvelous things. But if you put yourself in line instead of front of the line, come on now. What are you really truly doing? And so this whole thing about people wanting to know your name. um, We're going to get into a song by Tasha Cobbs and Jimmy uh, Gravity. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Um, you know my name because when we're when not me we <laughs> when so many people are concerned about the world knowing your name, but does God know your name? Hmm. Does God know your name? Does He know who you are in the way of your works? He know who you are, but does He know your name in the way that He can say you are a good servant? Again, that relationship, you gotta have it. So ask yourself that, and that's between you and God. I, I, we're not in that. I'm not in that. I'm not trying to size and control your relationship with, with my father. He got many children. So your relationship with him is your relationship. But I want to put that on your mind. So let's get into this song because it's powerful and it speaks volumes.
That was You Know My Name by Tasha Cox Leonard featuring Jimmy Cravity. It speaks volumes as to what we were talking about previously about everyone being so concerned about the world knowing their name. Mark chapter 8 verse 36 says, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? You can't take it with you. So hold on to it if you want. Be like pharaohs, putting a lot of gold and trinkets and whatnot in your tomb. For what? And First John chapter 2 verse 15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Kind of plain, don't you think? I think that's what the word says. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the can't serve two masters. You riding for the kingdom? Oh, you're going to latch onto this world. I was having a conversation with someone, 18 years old, the other day, and they were, and this is really a conversation that really I can like cookie cut. Because a lot of people seem to say this. Well, man, I want to have kids. I mean, I want, I want to live my life. You live your life. And it's like I'm listening to them, and I get that because I was like that at one time. I wanted to go out of the world. I want to do some things. But it's the whole thing about training up a child. Like giving them some some spiritual guidance, some good tutelage. Because if every single generation, right, is on a rat race, right, to get some things out of the world, and they're latching on, they're holding on to the world so bad, they don't want the world to end. Even if you tell them, hey, you know Jesus is coming back, right? He's going to shut this stuff down. And they're like, no, 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 no. I didn't get my car. I didn't get my house. I didn't get my 401 to a certain level. Like, who cares about all that? Are you serious? And I know it may sound crazy or whatever, but people actually believe that. They really want to hold on to this world. That's all about spiritual maturity. If you're not spiritually mature, then that's the mindset you're going to have. Yeah. So we need to grow up. You know what I mean? Just like the word says, uh, just like the milk, even a baby, get out the breast milk. You know what I mean? We should be the true solid foods. Um, we should mature. You know, as an age and a stage, we should mature. It's very important because um, we're in a season that we, we've got to know what's going on. We need discernment. I mean, for real. It's time out for play play if there ever was. Because what's going on right now, uh, you can say what you want. But the things that are happening in the world are allowed to happen by the word, by, by God. It, plain and simple. God is allowing this. You can call it what you want, uh, but he's in control. He's allowing Satan to do his thing for a season by and by. The thing about it is, don't be mad at God. You know what I'm saying? Because this is judgment that he's doing. You need to get closer to God so that you would not be judged along with the world and that's why your prayer life is so important because once you have that prayer life and you have that relationship with God you can pray for discernment and he'll give it to you he'll allow you to understand the difference between right and wrong what's good what's for you what's against you plain and simple a prayer life is so important so that's why this next song we're about to play um, speaks volumes to that having that one-on-one relationship that prayer life this is Open My Heart by Houston's own Yolanda Adams.
Open your heart, family. Open your heart for the kingdom to come, which means rejecting the world that is already here, that is transforming right before your eyes. Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 8. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things have passed away and he that sat upon the throne said behold I make all things new and he said unto me write for these words are true and faithful and he said unto me it is done I am Alpha and Omega the beginning and the end I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So hold on to this world if you want. I mean, it's being brought down as we speak. God is allowing this to happen. So when you're latching on to this world and you're putting all that you have into this world, your life is revolving around what happens in this world. God is going to create a new heaven, a new earth. Even in the temple, he's bringing the new Jerusalem. I mean, the things that you see will be no more. So do you really want to latch on to something that will be no more? Just so you can say, YOLO, you only live once? When actuality, you're going to live again? Well, unless you meet the second death. And then yes, you're right. You only live until that time. But for us, believers, we're going to live in eternity in the kingdom that is coming. And so it's worth fighting for. It's worth fighting for. It's worth withstanding the temptations of this world. It's worth not conforming to this world. It's worth fighting. I know it's hard sometimes. I'm not going to sit here in front like we don't battle. But you have to battle. Bottom line, you have to fight. This is how you fight, by trenching in on that word, standing on that word of God. Get some Jesus in your life, for real. And on that note, we want to dedicate this next song 
to Daisha. Tadesha, you have been my BFF for 27 years. I know you to be a fighter, and most importantly, I know God to be a healer. So this song is for you, Worth Fighting For, by Brian Courtney Wilson. You made me deep in my despair to show me you would never leave me there You claim me cause I was Made for so much more I am your child And I'm worth fighting for Oh heavy With the weight of my mistakes You carried me And refused to let me sink Under the pressure you meant for me to soar, I am your child, and I'm worth fighting for. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, all you have planned for me. And nothing can separate me from your love when there's so much more. Still worth fighting for Now I'm moving By faith and not by sight Towards victory By the power of your might You're straightening out my path opening every door I am your child And I'm worth fighting for Eyes haven't seen So much more, yeah. Still worth fighting Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. All your plans for me, and nothing can separate me from your When there's so much more, still worth fighting for, and that's why I'm pressing. Towards the marks, cause the calling on my life is worth fighting for, and I'll keep my mind stayed on you, Jesus, because the peace it brings is worth fighting for, and I'll be faithful to my wife and children, because my family is worth fighting for. World is not my home, but your kingdom here is worth fighting for. I got a mansion over in glory, and my new home is worth fighting for. Till I see it, I'll shout out, Hallelujah!
for me. Y'all help me say that. Say it one more time for me. So keep praying, keep trusting, and keep believing. Because you're worth fighting for, Daisha. We love you. We love you, sis. And guess what? So does the most high God. So we want to leave you with this scripture, Psalm 119, verses 33 through 35. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. So ask yourself, family, what do you choose? The world or the word? Because simply put, the word is Jesus. So do you choose the world, which is the playground and the creation in so many ways of the enemy, Satan? Or do you choose Jesus, his kingdom? Do you choose his kingdom over this world? Will you put yourself on the clock and run as hard as you can in this world knowing that it's going to end? Knowing that it has an ending point? Because if you choose Satan as your God and your God knows that he himself has an end point, he knows his time is short. Think about what you're doing. Think about what you're choosing. Are you really honestly going to choose a losing side? That should go against every logic you have. And spiritually, it goes against who you should be. Your true self. Not the flesh that we pack around. I'm talking about you. You do know that you're not the flesh. You do know that you're the spirit deep down inside of this meat suit we pack around. That it's the you, the real you. So no matter the hocus pocus of the enemy, stay focused, family. And please, if you find yourself getting lost, GPS yourself back on Route 66. 66 books of the Bible. It'll never lead you astray because his word will never come back far. So from the greenhouse to your house, we love, love you. you.